This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. Elon throws Jack Dorsey under the bus. MoviePass is not throwing in a towel just yet. And a Tesla owner gets a car key chip implant in his hand. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. And it's Sunday, August 28th, 2022. My name is Kirk Corliss. And I'm Scott Ertz. And it's episode 108 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, proud partner of the Tech Podcast Network, if it's seconds here. Thank you so much for tuning in. For this week's episode, we are live on gncweekly.com slash live, so please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNCWIR channel on YouTube. If you miss a live video, that's okay. You can always catch the replay later. If you are a listener, new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. If you have a comment, be it on social media or email, and those links can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. So it's, we're still back on a Sunday for now. I promise, I promise nothing goes uh, awry. Um, we'll, be, we'll be on um, Friday evenings. But just a programming note, um, uh, this coming Friday is Labor Day holiday, Labor Day holiday weekend for everyone in the U.S. So happy Labor Day to, happy Labor Day to all. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great uh, Wow, where fall is nearing, fall is nearing, <laughs> and pumpkins and pumpkin thank, spice is nearing. <laughs> well, thank goodness for the fall is nearing because it's uh, it's definitely getting warmer here. So yeah. it'll be nice to have have the temperature drop a little bit in uh, mm. in Florida where it's I don't know eight hundred and forty degrees today, <laughs> or something like that. But also when fall when fall is near. CES uh, registration is coming up as well. Oh, it's true. It's more or less than I think. Usually they they usually they have the um, the registration. True. I think late late next more late September, beginning October. I think it's somewhere towards the end of the, almost towards the end of the month. However, nonetheless, though, and and Scott and I mentioned this before. You know, um, I I have my calendar already off. I have my flights that I want. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I am I am like looking forward to this. We're gonna have a lot of fun, hopefully, and uh, it's gonna be and again, you know, more news to come in the in the coming months. And you know, we're gonna have our end of the year episode. I've, we're gonna have I've got big have, plans for this year. We'll see oh, how many of them pan out. Right. <laughs> knock on knock on knock on wood. So we'll last, have this year definitely went sideways on me. So oh well, I think well, not only that, but but also too the the suit. Yeah, that was <laughs> holy crap oh my goodness but you know but we'll have chris jordan on we'll have abram on hopefully we'll have danielle mendez on uh, danielle mendez on you know uh, the host of f5 live and chris jordan the talking town podcast um so hopefully we'll have a lot of folks on you know finding you know about uh you know behind you know uh, talk, you know, look back at what happened years before, present, what's going to happen, what we're looking forward to this year or this coming year. So I always look for, I've been looking forward to CES for four years now, going on five. And I, you know, I get excited. I get excited about it. It's like Christmas. It's like my birthday, my Christmas, my New Year's, you know, all wrapped in one. And it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of, I always have a lot of fun every year we're doing it. And so. Speaking of New Year's, that is probably going to be my travel day this year, which annoys me to no end. Yikes. 
Yikes. Yeah. I'm actually Ugh. thinking about being out there for New Year's this oh, okay. year just to. Yeah. While I was there, I think I got there. I got there New Year's Day, and um, and I'm thinking yeah, about before too. Okay, and I'm thinking about doing the same thing. Maybe um, how the flights are because Going I kind of more probably I probably yeah. I might well I'll, I'll have to see. Um, but I just want to put this out there, CTA. Mm -hmm. If you're listening, Sunday CESs are the worst. The worst. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't hold and back, please, Scott. <laughs> please do not tell us that you're going to do Sunday as an open free for all, like you've done in the past on Sunday CESs, because that makes it a three day show for those of us who are there for work. Right. Agreed. 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 And I, and I hopefully, and I was, and I had some, Scott and I had some ideas that what, you know, for our channel, you know, putting up uh, videos and say uh, behind the scenes, things about nature. And I have some, I, some plans, you know, to have and, our channel grow. And we're 100%, by the way, we were 100% doing the, the thing that we did uh, last year, well, that we were going to do last year, mm -hmm. where we'll take one of the Mevo cameras and hand it to somebody and send okay. them out after the mm -hmm. broadcast to do, you know, audience interaction and all of that stuff, which was supposed okay. to happen this year. hundred percent. Right. It's going to happen in 23. Good. No way well, around it. I volunteer. Well, I volunteered for one of them because I'm going to more likely, because I, what I did was, you know, I was at on the floor at the convention center at um, mm -hmm. Sands or yeah, Sands Expo. And also went to, um, I went to uh, the win. So my plan is, is to do it live, but also, you know, shoot some video, you know, mm -hmm. for our channel and F5 Live as well. So that way you guys get, not only start behind the scenes, but see what we're seeing and, yeah. and, and have, like I said, the audience, audience uh, interaction, uh, because we've got a lot of good feedback, um, you know, in the channel, the, the videos I posted, uh, that I posted up and live and everything like that. So it went really, really, really well. And I was really pleased with it. So that's yeah, the goal. Sure. That's, my, that's one of the plans. But other plans are going to be in the works. But again, you know, more, more to come. Just, if, you know, just if I don't get my living room set this year, <laughs> you're not going to be happy. going to be furious. <laughs> has to happen. It has we, to happen. We're we literally got we got to it two days late mm -hmm. for this year oh, 23 i'm getting my living room set yeah we're no more gonna... no more table and chairs we're mm -hmm. more casual we mm -hmm. want it to look like a living room feel and the like, great thing like the product is coming into your home that's right because right. that's the whole thing that's what mm -hmm. we're trying to do I, right i'm literally surrounded by electronics I mean, literally <laughs> i'm surrounded by products from ces mm -hmm. i can mm -hmm. If you're watching, there's you're not, one. <laughs> if you're listening on audio, he's he's uh, holding. What is it? If you're uh, the Monster Smart Illuminescence Orb, I think okay. is what this is. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I can reach almost in any direction and grab something from CES, right? No, yeah. I I get to have this stuff come into my home. Right. Not everybody does, and so the whole right. reason we do the show is to help bring some of these kind of oddities into right. the home and. Right. I want it to feel like we're literally bringing it into your home. So well, not necessarily, well, not necessarily the oddities, but I think that you know, because we're not seeing that we're not um, the Verge, we're not like a major, major, major network. However, largest, largest independent. This that exactly, and my whole thing is that is that we when these people come on with their products, 
you know, we ask them how it benefits the consumer and mm -hmm. the price point, and you know, we that you know, there's merits to it. Sure. You know, and we and don't sometimes sometimes we get it wrong. Right. Sometimes we end up interviewing a company for uh, for the guy who commented on one of our videos from a past mm. CES this week. Mm. We don't know these people. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> Some of them we yes, Jennifer, I talk to often right <laughs> but some of these people like the one you commented on mm -hmm. i'd never hear from again right <laughs> i've never right. spoken i know we're not in cahoots with them exactly we're not That's in another... on the scam as the as the person put in the comments i saw it this morning i'm still a little pissed, pissed off about it and like rightfully uh, so <laughs> we're not <laughs> in so. on the scam i didn't mm -hmm. even know there was a scam honest right. to god i forgot the product existed <laughs> mm, okay and, you know, we get it wrong sometimes. There was yeah. the there was the the micro quadcopter camera thing, mm. the like selfie quadcopter. Oh, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen that. We learned from a lot of people that it was a scam, and mm -hmm. we posted a retraction, something you won't get from a lot of publications. Right. Um, we exactly. posted a retraction, and I posted an apology video mm. personally. Oh, okay. You know, I, we get it wrong. Right. We're sorry. We don't know right. everybody, but you know, they're interesting ideas. Right. There is. And also too, is that we had a validation from these people that come on that they're relaxed. They don't feel they that mm -hmm. we're not. And also too, the interviews that we have, you know, with these companies and the CEOs or engineers or what have you, they're comfortable talking about themselves and knowing more about them. You know, like the, for example, the guy from where did Austin, the idea come from? That's my favorite question to ask. Mm -hmm. Right. How did you get into this? Right. Why is this the product you're making? I love to ask that question. And the that, best... oh, that brings out, oh, well, because, you know, they're a heart hero. Great example. Well, mm -hmm. because my father I, had a heart attack. There was nobody around that could do anything about it. And it just so happened that somebody found a defibrillator, saved right. his life. Right. But it was by happenstance. I don't want that to happen to anybody else. Right. Or the one example that you got interviewed a guy from All, Sound, All Sounds, and and I remember you were asking him, uh, "Why did you get into this?" And he was like very open, and you know, it wasn't. There's no gotcha questions. Yep. It, you know, that's how this. That's how our our show our our coverage is because we want to yeah. make sure that we get put them out there as put them out showcase who they are, their product, what have you, but also the customers are more inclined to purchase. Them. I mean, there's some that I saw over the past four or five years, you know, that I'm more, that I'm inclined to purchase one, a product. And like I said, again, going back to back 20, was it 21? Where, um, or tw yeah, 21, where the guy about the package clipper, package I can't remember. Clip. The package clip, you know, and yeah. I was like, I was ready to order one on Kickstarter and I kept going, I've been going, seriously, to this day, I've been going to that website to see if they have it on Kickstarter. To this day, they still haven't got gotten anything any updates what have you because i wanted it i have my package stolen he mentioned Block, that blockchain router okay right that's the product that i i mean chris mm -hmm. jordan and i did that interview so right mm -hmm. in person so it had to have right. been 2020 or 2019 it, it was 2020 so i mean it's it been a while yeah I, I don't think it's come to market yet right. i mean they're working on it there's mm -hmm. still updates on it so i get it i yeah, so hopefully, I mean, so again, I, I 
you know, I think that we stand we stand out as a, as as TPM is concerned. We stand out above all the rest. Yeah. I mean, I may be biased, what have you, but when I was watching the coverage before I came on, you know, with Geek News Central and, and everybody, you know, I was like really like intrigued. And I was fat. I was like, wow, this is. I mean, there's something. There's things I do know. There's things I don't know. But mm -hmm. I was getting information. You know, and and speaking to like my turn, my level of understanding, and pretty much a lot of consumers' level of understanding, right? And I think that's, and that's where the goal focus. Is. Yep. Yeah. So, but it's, I've always it's, I've always liked that. I'll tell mm -hmm. you, I before I joined the team, which aged it out pretty good. Right. <laughs> I think I've been on the broadcast team for twelve years now. Yeah, twelve. So, yeah, twelve, thirteen years. Yeah. So be, before before I joined the team, mm -hmm. um. I remember watching uh, Todd and Andy Mc McCaskey and uh, Jeffrey mm -hmm. uh, at the NBC Universal booth. That's the one I saw. And was, thinking, I how I... wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. How do I become part of this? And yeah. then before the CES the next year, Todd sent me an email. Hey, do you want to be part of this? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yep. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's not and it's not and it's not and you know how it's, how we produce it you know is I mean it's from what I see I think our production is like it like things happen we had problems last year technical problems and various other things um, but we still kept going and uh -huh. whereas you know with CNET and all the other things that when they have something goes wrong they go they go dark you yeah. know and yeah, they shut the studio down they go to a we'll be right back right we so keep we... talking and hoping y'all can hear us right <laughs> right <laughs> we can't always guarantee that that's what's happening right you're absolutely you're absolutely right you're absolutely right but that's the that's a great part because it's live and you know, and things do happen for whatever reason, and you know, but in all, in all, in all, you know, seriousness, though, it's the best part. It's the best part of my week for that month. Mm -hmm. Best part of my best part of my year. But yeah, again, again, uh, more to come. We'll, you know, we'll. Uh, anything comes up in the next between November ish, you know, to our end of the year, we'll have a we'll have an idea on um, what we're going to do, our plans, our schedule. And all that and but but definitely but we're, this channel is going to grow we're going to this channel is going to grow i think that you know we had as, as a nominee for podcast awards that validates us a yeah. lot which is which i'm so pleased and i'm pleased as punch you know that we have this that we're that validates amongst a lot of great podcasts um and with our coverage and everything else it makes us makes us and i'm i'm proud i'm honored and, ha and humbled and all the great emotions i still i told scott you know offline and you know dms and whatnot you know i giggle like a schoolboy, you know each and every each and every week so all right with that i'm going to jump into news it's a little light this week news a little light this week um and also we're on a sunday because we're going to try to get this in um because uh you know f5 live is going to be at 9 p.m so we're going to dive right in so in the last episode, we dived in. We're still diving in, which I think is like the greatest thing in the world because we're going to keep an eye on this until it until it goes until it finally settled and God knows what's going to happen next. So we're still ongoing with the continue. Go ahead. No, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep going because it doesn't we're, look like this is ever going to end. No. So the sort of the continuous the yet the uh, ongoing continuous battle of Elon Musk and Twitter. So the noise the news doesn't point does not just point each week. Uh, now, 
It's being reported that on Monday that Elon has subpoenaed his years-long and his years-long friend and Twitter's former CEO, Jack Dorsey. Now, this is according to legal filings made public on Monday. Musk's attorney are asking are seeking documents and communication from Dorsey regarding how Twitter detects labels and counts fake accounts and how it uses daily active users, a key metric in its financial disclosures. Dorsey, who stepped down as Twitter CEO in November 2021, supported the buyout and Musk's move to take the company private. He tweeted, which which is unreal, and this is why I think that he he Elon threw him under the bus. Elon is the singular Elon is a singular solution I trust for Twitter. Twitter is seeking documents, messages from entrepreneurs and venture capitalists, Mark Anderson, Joe Lonsdale, David Sachs, and Steve Jurison. Some, some of them have been involved in the financing of Musk's purchase. Then the next day, on Tuesday, reports from CNN and the Washington Post reveal an 84-page whistleblower complaint alleging that Twitter isn't motivated to track the true number of spam accounts and hid security vulnerabilities from federal regulators. The complaint comes from Twitter's former security chief, Peter Zacco, and if you don't know who he is, he's a well-known ethical hacker with the alias Mudge. He told the Post that he, quote, he felt ethically bound to report his serious concerns to government agencies. He alleges that he was fired for pushing disinclined Twitter executives to address major security problems, which his complaint suggests, quote, pose a threat to Twitter, quote, users, personal information to company shareholders, to national security and to democracy. Uh, Zacco alleges that that's Twitter. A, that's a big claim. Mm hmm. Right. And it continues. There's more. Twitter. Uh, uh, Zacco. Right, Zacco, right. Zacco alleges that Twitter execs were more invested in covering up those vulnerabilities, including cherry picking and misrepresenting data on spam accounts and security threats to regulators and Twitter board members. Um, the post was reporting, quote, executives stood to win executives stood to win individual bonuses as of as much as $10 million tied to increase in daily users. Uh, the complaint asserts and nothing explicitly for cutting spam. Uh, CNN is also reporting those <laughs> security risks, quote, could allegedly open the door to foreign spying, foreign spying or, or manipulation, hacking and disinformation campaigns. The FTC and there's a there's still more. Um, the FTC is not already Federal Trade Commission is now reviewing Zacco's complaint, which was filed in July to the FTC, the Securities and Exchange Commission and Department of Justice. A Senate Intelligence Committee spokesperson, Rachel Cohen, is telling CNN that the committee is also taking the complaint seriously and had a set-up meeting to discuss Zacco's allegations. Zacco's lawyer at Whistleblower Aid, John Ty, told CNN that Zacco has not been touched with a potential buyer, but has not been touched with Elon Musk. The Post is also noting in the set report that Zacco's complaint may give Musk the, quote, ammunition the Tesla CEO needs in his legal battle over terminating his Twitter buyout. Twitter questioned whether Zacco's motivations were 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 ethical or perhaps reflected some malicious intent. Uh, a Twitter spokesperson told CNN, "Quote: Zacco's allegations and opportunistic opportunistic timing appeared designed to capture attention and inflict harm on Twitter, its customers, and its shareholders." Security and privacy have long been a company-wide priorities at Twitter and will continue will be. 
Twitter, Musk, Musk Google team, and DOJ did not immediately respond to ours technical requests for comment. The FTC and SEC declined to comment to ours technical as well. So a couple key things, um, a few, few takeaways. One, I honestly believe that he, he uh, Elon threw Jack under the bus. Two, you know, there's always been a whistleblower, whistleblower with, with Facebook. There's been whistleblowers on many with Google. I, I think I was a Google or something. I can't, I can't remember another company, but Probably. there's been, okay. we get them all the time. Fair every, enough. Every big tech company has had a whistleblower. Fair enough. At some point. Fair enough. So the key takeaway, the second takeaway take is that like, and I honestly think that he's, he should have came, this guy, he, Zacho should have came out way before why yeah. now that's that's a, a, a takeaways why now why couldn't he bring this up if he was if he was that concerned about these ethical concerns and yeah. maybe morality what have you why now why couldn't this happen when musk when elon musk addressed this from day one that's the question yeah i i agree i mean that's it's uh, it's obviously ridiculous uh, if you've got this kind of information why is this information not out in the wild, right? Exactly. Why right. are you holding on to it? Why are, Why did you wait until just the last moment mm-hmm. to uh to to put it out there? Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of that, but you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you think you've got probably NDA stuff from from Twitter and stuff like that that you've got to deal with. Is it? possible is it legal is it you know am i allowed to reveal this well now you've got all this stuff there's discovery involved right there's 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 a lawsuit mm-hmm. so right there's a legal case which means there's discovery with discovery comes you know the unsealing of certain nda stuff in the context of the case mm-hmm. so maybe that's why uh the information just came just came to light um mm-hmm. i don't know it's all very strange. It is. And I just, and, you know, and, you know, and Elon and, and Jack Dorsey was, I mean, he's been basically just, um, he took a liking to it. He agreed with it. He had no, then all of a sudden, you know, like, why would you like do that? And, you know, and he, and I'm pretty sure Jack Dorsey was aware of world maybe was aware of these these account these spam accounts was aware of everything from the beginning you know and he felt like he wanted to leave and go on to run square you know and okay. that's fine he here's the thing mm-hmm. he didn't want to come back in the first place right right he right. didn't mm-hmm. want to have to come back and try and rescue uh twitter because mm-hmm. twitter was in trouble right and they fired the ceo and begged dorsey to come back because he had been gone a couple of years at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, please come back. Please help us fix this this mess. Right. Um, and so he did. He had the opportunity to run away again. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, what? I can leave? Yeah, I'm out of here. What? Bye. <laughs> he don't feel me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, I, I get it. I understand why he wanted to, to you know. GTFO. I would have wanted to get out of there too, especially knowing stuff that was coming and knowing some of the internal things, like knowing that there were spam bot issues. 
knowing that nobody cared, that they were legitimately putting incentives in place that were counter to it, mm-hmm. you know, that, that almost encouraged spam bots. Mm-hmm. I I would have got wanted to get out of there too. And right. so, you know, if if he's out there now going, yeah, uh there's garbage. It's garbage. Mm-hmm. I, right, right. Yeah. And also, too, I know we're not going to psychoanalyze the Elon Musk thinking, um, but I still well, no, because <laughs> that direction lies madness, right? And we're and we don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I, I always say that we always say that we don't want to go into rabbit hole, but I still question. But we do it all the time. Exactly. So I would love to know again, you know, if he if if Jack was supportive of him taking purchasing Twitter, he was the right person for Twitter. Mm-hmm. But then Elon turns around. I mean, I know he wants validation. We talked about in the last episode. There's, you know, there, he's getting the he's getting what he wants. You know, hence the uh, title of the uh-huh. last episode. You know, he's getting everything. You know, and you know, Jack is like no longer been with. Like you said, he's no longer with Twitter for the past couple of years. So, but why is he bringing him? My whole question, my thinking, his thinking is why is he bringing him back into the fold of it so, and making it worse? So, in fairness. He's only been gone this time, I think, since the beginning of the year. Okay. Um, I think, I think, is it is is Dan now the CEO? I don't know. Uh, CEO of Twitter changes so frequently; it's hard to. <laughs> right. I can't remember if it's Agri. Agri. Oh, no, okay. Agri-Pol. So it's not Dan. Okay. No, it's not. It's Agripol or some weird name, Agripol or something like that. But I'm okay. Mis- I don't know the full. I know the full name, but it's it's hard to pronounce it. Agripal something. So whoever's you're watching Dan must live. have been Dan must have been the one before. Uh, okay, Dan Costello, I think was the mm-hmm. CEO before uh, he came back. Anyway, he's been gone since about the beginning of this year. This time, right? So he's been there in modern times. He was there mm-hmm. for the conversations about incentivizing bots. That's not exactly what they were doing, but it's mm-hmm. what they were doing. Like, like right. you said, ten million dollars in bonuses available for daily active users, mm-hmm. with no regard as to whether they were people or or computers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe he's there to give context. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, what a lot of people online refer to as hipster Rasputin, but. Um, I, I've never been a fan of Dorsey. He's odd. Um, oh, but, so many levels. On, but on, he on. tends to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that goes back to and that he's goes a back genuine to person. He's genuine about weird things mm-hmm. a lot, but he is genuine. So you know, I maybe maybe Musk is hoping that this will be, you know, a, a positive development. Uh, he wouldn't yeah. bring him in if he didn't think that. Um, but, but he so must honestly, think that, that Dorsey has information and had disagreed with, say, the board, which right. he did both times he was there as CEO, um, and that those disagreements are material to what's okay. going on. I'm going to put you on a spot. Do you think he got thrown? Do you think he got thrown under the bus? Dorsey? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I suspect yeah. that Dorsey knew that this was going to happen and was okay with it. Mm-hmm. I suspect that they discussed it. And right. I also suspect that Dorsey's fairly consistent disagreements with Twitter's board of directors mm-hmm. um, over the direction of the company okay, that's are fair. what this is about. Um, that's he's he's going to reveal things about his disagreements with the board uh, okay. and, what, and what they were trying to do versus what he thought they should be trying to do. Okay. So. That's fair. See, I got, see, I, I want like, that's fair. That's fair. I think that there's a lot. I think that, you know, he's, this is odd, <laughs> but in an awesome way <laughs> in his thinking, but you know, but I'm not going to, we're not going to psychoanalyze him either, but, but, Oh, we'd need six or eight years worth of schooling <laughs> right. to be able to get into that. Now, if we want right. to go get a psychologist to come in and try and oh. analyze both of these nutbags, I <laughs> maybe, but I don't think I don't think that's this show. And no, uh, and also too, this 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 episode will be longer than an hour and twenty minutes. Just for so, that conversation alone, exactly right, exactly right. So we'll we'll keep an eye on it as we'll keep an eye on it. Definitely, we're gonna um, keep monitoring the uh, the news. And anything comes up, uh, uh, anything comes up in a week or two, we'll um, we'll we'll dive in and we'll dissect what we can and not psychoanalyze sure. it <laughs> for sure. Before we move on, mm-hmm. I want to say hello to the large number of viewers who are joining us tonight live for the first time awesome i awesome. don't know Welcome. if you're looking at that number i am but, i'm uh, looking i didn't I'm, I'm looking i'm just i'm like i'm smiling as i speak and i'm and i so, so i'm so, so welcome to welcome all the, to the show welcome if you're, if you're joining us live we definitely appreciate it thank uh, you so much we definitely if, appreciate it and if you're not joining us live would like to know what we're talking about you, <laughs> you can, can always, always download join the, us Normally Fridays, Friday at, evenings uh, at 8, eight p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Right. Yeah. So thank you. And also, if you miss uh, and we're and miss the uh, episode, or, or I'm sorry, you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app, um, or also on uh, you can catch up with later um, as well. Um, normally, our podcast is about roughly about an hour twenty ish minutes. Roughly, we go, might go long. Um, we have so, but if you are new to the podcast, we're, it, we we. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, we take a look at the weekly the week's tech news, dissect it, and various things going on in various um, with uh, with Twitter and Facebook and different products are out there and a yeah. lot more. And what's streaming? Speaking of what's streaming, that's so a little bit later. If you're on, uh, my, my suspicion is that this is from YouTube. So uh, if you're that's on great. YouTube, make sure you subscribe on mm-hmm. YouTube if that's where you you find us. Fantastic! Just subscribe. Yeah, no- and hit, hit the notification the bell, bell. We know that subscriptions don't mean much on YouTube anymore. That's sure. Yeah, hit the hit the bell. Also, if you're also on Facebook, if you're not watching on Facebook, you know, make sure to like the page, um, comment as well. Um, we would definitely appreciate your comments. And if you have any comments on the episode, just let us know. We'll we'll see the uh, the chat. We'll see the chat. We'll drop them in. You know, afterwards, you know, want to give us let us you know how, how our show is, feedback, what have you um gncweekly.com slash connect you can check my um email twitter i'm on twitter at kirk corliss uh scott's at triple m m a b o our handles gnc we can review 
So to those who are watching, thank you for hopping on and joining us. So yeah, I saw Scott at the I saw, but I'm I'm like I'm pleased as punch. So I'm seeing you know Aaron Washington tuning in. So if you're on YouTube, welcome. If you're on Facebook, welcome. If you're on Twitter, welcome. I don't think many people watch on Twitter, but that's okay. Wherever right. you are, wherever you are, thanks for thanks for hopping in with us. All right. So next up, remember Movie Pass? Well, um, GeekNewsCenter.com and our podcast covered it in previous episodes. And for those who don't know about Movie Pass, short time, short brief description of it. So it's a subscription-based moving ticketing service where you can purchase up to three movie tickets per month for a monthly fee. And also there's an app where you can check into a movie theater and choose a movie in Showtime, which then has the cost of the ticket loaded to a prepaid card, which is used to purchase a ticket from the movie theater. On September 14, 2019, MoviePass shut down the service. Then a little over 100 days later, on January 28, 2020, MoviePass's parent company filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Now we're in the present. So and then, then got sold, if it, I remember correctly. The, uh, whole com- the whole company and its yes. assets were sold to another company. You're right. It, yeah, I believe so. You're th- I believe you're right. I'm not, I'll, have to, I'll have to check on that. Um, so it'll relaunch on September 5th, Labor Day, three years after it shut down. But it has some technical difficulties. Um, MoviePass tweeted on Thursday that servers had crashed due to, quote, overwhelming demand after its waitlist opened on 9 a.m. Eastern that day and that people were receiving, receiving an error message. Um, the company says, quote, the overwhelming demand has crashed the MoviePass site servers, causing some to receive an error message while trying during the waitlist. The provider is working, is working to increase capacity to meet demand. Thanks for your patience. We'll give an update soon. But later that day, the website was back up and running. CEO, CEO, uh, C- CEO Stacey Spikes told Insider um, that 30,000 people tried joining the waitlist in the first five minutes after it went live, causing oh. the server to crash for two and a half hours. Um, and uh, Business Insider ha- was not able to join the waitlist. Um MoviePass uh, announced on Monday that, quote, being on a waitlist will be the only way to sign up for the service in the foreseeable future, and that it was first come, first served. And now, see, the card that's being issued is not red. It's now black. So, so, and... And also, and just and for those who didn't hear the, the if you want to watch the or listen to the uh, uh, episode, there's no plus in Movie Pass. <laughs> well, no, because it seems like there's a minus <laughs> in Movie Pass, and not just because they've taken the color away from the card, right? <laughs> so, um, it was a good idea in theory. And I think with a lot of the movie sheet, and I and I, I know on your on the episode of Five Live, Cinema or Cinda Cinda um, World shut down. So, is possibly filing bankruptcy. Okay, that, that's the important part. Right, possibly filing bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have said that if that were to happen, uh, mm-hmm. they would not. They would they would remain in operation through through bankruptcy, which means that they're filing for restructuring, not for liquidation. Mm-hmm. And also too, a lot, and a lot of the like AMC has their own movie mm-hmm. app and service. Um, I, think, I, don't, I can't think of any other ones that have that AMC. I think that's, uh, I think AMC is only one or no, I'm thinking. Of, I, 
I actually think Regal does. Oh, okay. Regal does. Got, okay. Because I've got an article here mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, from 2019 when MoviePass originally shut down. Right. In July. The title of the article that I wrote says MoviePass temporarily shuts down while Regal Cinemas ramps up. Okay. So Regal must have their own. T- I try to hold this stuff in my head, but you know. I know you do. I know you do. But in th- but again, going back to in th- you know, you know, it's a good idea, you know, and but now with everything movie theaters shutting down or they're getting their own apps, you know, they're trying is you know, movie pass is trying to is trying to get back the relevancy they had three years ago. Whereas so Whereas there's a fine line of relevancy and if they're going to do well, but apparently, you know, from reporting, you know, there's people that are interested. I haven't been in a movie theater quite honestly since with the pandemic, you know, everything shut down, but me personally, I, you know, I would rather enjoy the, the movie, the new, new release, you know, at, and it come from my own home. Right. But, and even I literally had this conversation on F5 live last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I saw when it. we were talking about last week, yeah, let's say last mm-hmm. week when mm-hmm. we were talking about Cineworld we had the conversation about uh, there's not as much stuff these days that's designed to really need that that theater experience that there was five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. there are certain things that you look at it and you think Jurassic World is designed for the theater, right? I get Mm -hmm. it. That is designed to be seen on the big screen with the the music and the surround and the, you know, 22-point surround sound or whatever. Mm. But there's not as much of that stuff. Right. Because even the big-budget projects, look at Stranger Things. Stranger Things Season 4 cost way more than Jurassic World did, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. It's a lot longer, and it's designed to be watched on your couch. Right. Right. Or more, more stuff is going that way, and so the experience just isn't that needed anymore, which is unfortunate, but it is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, and or movies like Star Wars or the Spider-Man, Spider-Man uh, uh, series. Sure. That's just, I, that, I agree, that should be in a movie theater and you know, and the special effects were having versus versus not. So, but I just don't see, I honestly, I don't think there's going to be a relevance uh, to it. I really don't. I think, so let me read you, let me read you a couple of headlines because this was one of my possible topics for the show. Mm -hmm. It's not, but it was one of the, it was on the short list. Mm -hmm. Movie pass is coming back. It's timing. Couldn't be worse. (laughs) Okay. Um, I like that one. Let's see. Uh, from the Motley Fool, three reasons the new Movie Pass will fail. <laughs> Is Movie Pass back? Yes, and it's selling your attention now. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That so, one got my vote. <laughs> I, it doesn't look like doesn't look like the industry has the faith in it this time around. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The prices are interesting, mm-hmm. you know, and what they're going to offer is interesting. I will. We'll see what they what they pull off. Yeah. Yep. To be con- to be continued. All right. So this will be in the and finally segment for those who are new to the podcast and the episode. 
Um, usually I, you know, we would find something that's odd. <laughs> Some of it has to do with, I think 98% of the, the segments are in food and food and tech, uh, burger, a burger making burger making robot machine. Um, there's a website that uh, tracks down if your McFlurry machine's not working at local McDonald's. Um, there's a, uh, a reality TV show based on a TV show, uh, game Frogger. So, yeah, there's an odd, and don't worry because then the end finally is a Boy, great. Did I forget about that one? Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that was, uh, and, and I forgot to mention it to Scott before to sign up for it because it closed that day. So, that was my fault. So, I've learned, I learned now to, if I see something, I'm going to let him know right away. Um, but yeah, so that's our end finally segment. There's a, a really good and finally tech news story that's going to be, that'll make your, um, make your day. But this is the most oddest thing that's been reported, it's been spread throughout the tech news site. So this is going to be, this is, so I thought this is going to be, we thought this is going to be one of the top stories of this week. Citing, quote, aggressive Bluetooth power management of his phone, Tesla owner Brandon DeLaley, and I'm mispronouncing his name, I apologize, went and implanted a Vivo key Apex chip in his own hand to replace his car key. The, quote, subdermal contact secure element was inserted through a small incision on top of his hand, and now he uses it to open up open it, use it to open up as well as his Tesla. He says about his justifying the procedure, quote, I want to make it clear that this chip has more function than just Tesla. The Tesla key is just an app that was installed on it. It's perfect for me because my phone's Bluetooth power management is so aggressive. My phone key only works half the time. He is participating in a pilot Vivo key testing program and it's not his first chip, in, chip implant. He also plays with one in his left hand that lets him unlock his home as well as store medical and contact details. The Tesla key implant was done by a professional who inserted the Vivo Apex contraption that is covered in biocompatible coding and charged Brandon $400 for a procedure. I have an implant. I don't want to discuss what the implant is. I'll tell you what it is, but there is no way <laughs> I'm going to have... And I joked with Scott before we came on the air that my Bluetooth is acting up with when I'm pairing with my my car, listening to Amazon Music, and I was listening to Rhythm Nation. And if you missed the last episode, go back and listen to it. It's re it's really hilarious. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> this is the most. Why would you put? Uh, I mean, oh, there's so many questions so, that just makes it so uh, okay weird. <laughs> Close your eyes for a second. Here, for those of you watching, here's a video I shot a number of years ago. Oh, I didn't want the person in the... Of an implant happening. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I if told you to close your eyes, friend. Um, if you're listening on audio, he's showing a hand, getting something implanted in his hand. Yes. Oh, uh, oh, an RFID... Uh, oh. I don't know what it what you would call it. It looked like a little pill, mm -hmm. um, and oh. we we oh, did God. that in his office. <laughs> oh, he has a tattoo now on it with the NFC logo. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> so that story didn't. I didn't find that. Weird, even in a, in a little bit. I literally okay. filmed. I literally filmed it. Oh, 
uh, I just don't like what I mean. Again, we're cycling a lot, psychoanalyzing people and their thinking, but not only is it controlling his his Tesla, he's controlling it in his house. I mean, there's smart homes out there with the wave your hand because I think there is one where Todd and I went at CS 2018 where it controls your um your lights and I think some other things with your hand there's like a half good device and you just put your hand down oh, and you yeah, go yeah. up that's cool I thought one that's cool but it's like that's something that you can easily like some type of half device where you can move your hand but not like stick <laughs> devices in it to turn on your house and, and, and God forbid, like, you know, God forbid something like if he goes outside or, uh, you know, or goes to a Tesla and it's outside, you know, and God forbid lightning hits, <laughs> he's going to have like, <laughs> true, true. Yeah. It, I'm, the, not, the, the, the I'm not a fan of the concept. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the concept. <laughs> I am, I am incredibly squeamish. I don't let my personal trainer talk about muscle groups because it makes me gross. Oh, same here. And yet, I filmed that video. Apparently, show mode is a heck of a thing. Uh, <laughs> I went into production mode and all was good. Apparently, right? Uh, did you? Did you like? You had the? We had it. I didn't. I caught like two seconds. But did you? Were you like? Did you turn away or were you just like watching it? As oh, no, you I was were, in it. I oh, was hundred uh, oh, percent. Okay. I was in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Making sure to keep the framing right. Right. As a as a producer of directors, you know, should. <laughs> I went into show mode. <laughs> uh, I'm just again. I so that when I when I looking at it, and I just that was the first thought of my mind. The ramifications. God forbid, yeah. you know, lightning hits, or various little things. That was the first thought of my my came to my mind, and. But again, to use it for your house, but all this, yeah. all the you don't want to like, you don't want to like supercharge the Bluetooth, right? Is that <laughs> exactly right? <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, that's yeah. I'll so I Tesla three miles away, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was something. Yeah. That I just yeah that yeah. So that, again, this was reported. This was reported through several tech news sites, and you know, and I just why that was consider considered at you know breaking not breaking news but just important to like you know for news to, to be informative because it's weird yeah uh, well yeah and that's why i debated that's why we're talking why, about it it's weird ex exactly but see that's why i kind of want to bring it to the forefront because you know i thought that should be a top story because yeah. I, felt, I felt it was a need to address it yeah but I'm, also the same token, i don't was, like i don't like the whole literal embedded technology thing I don't either. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I think once again, it encourages the cutting off of hands. That we've seen it in action movies. We've seen it mm -hmm. in sci-fi movies. Mm -hmm. it, it, mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it's not like that thing has biosensors in it that ensures that it only works if the hands alive. Right. Which I know is true about the one mm -hmm. that we put in. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. There's no. It doesn't care. Uh not great, right? That encourages somebody to kidnap you, chop your hand off, and now they're good to go. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and this one is used to unlock something more expensive than a than a Tesla. Um, right. Or at least it was. I don't know about today. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Mm-hmm. I, I haven't followed up with him in a couple of years. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, and I'm it, not doing it. I'm not. I'm not either. And I. And that, I'm, I'm not using the hand scanner at the Amazon stores. Oh uh, no! The, and that's right? another thing. Right. I'm not doing that. Yep. I'm certainly not letting a retailer or a a tech company put something in me. That's nope. If, I. You know, I, I I hope I hope and pray that if if a company comes on, when because because if it doesn't don't know, like when we get invites or not invites, but press releases and come on and we ask them to come on, I am gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna send if, an invite. Exactly right. I'm gonna make sure that if 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 we get one of those companies, you know what I'm gonna do. That just gave me a thought. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. I think I'm gonna reach out to them and ask. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them to come on. I really want them to come on. <laughs> I really do. I got. I want to know, like the. Go ahead and the, introduce yourself. And when they're done, <laughs> I, I've got a question. Why? Right. Yep. I'd like yep. to get right I'm, to your why, please. Right. I'm gonna definitely. We usually get to it eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to get to it right now. Yeah. Explain why somebody might want to do this. If they're gonna come see it, I'm gonna definitely make a note, note to myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely, I'm gonna like uh, not make sure you and I are think, running it. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely, yep, yep. I'm gonna definitely do it. I'm gonna definitely gonna, yeah, that's gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put. We're gonna pin this, uh, pin this. All right. So next, if you uh, always want to go back in time, uh, like the movie Back in the Future. Well, it's not possible that it's not gonna happen for any of us in your future. However, if you want to decide on what to watch next, um, IMDb's recently launched What to Watch app for Amazon Fire TV introduced fun mini games to help users decide which TV show or movie they should watch next. They added a new game called Time Machine that helps users find something to watch by either year or decade. This film recommendation game will suggest up to six titles across streaming services based on a specific decade, specific decade or year you input. Currently, the What to Watch app is only available to users in the U.S. with an Amazon Fire TV, where it can be downloaded for free from a Fire TV. To play the game, users select a decade, users select a decade or year or a year, excuse me, and the app opens a portal to the past, providing six popular titles from history. There are filters you can apply to customize your picks, like choosing whether you want to whether you want to see award-winning titles, talk top box office movies based on genre or movies with your favorite actor. Nikki Santoro, um, IMDb chief operating officer, said in a statement, "Quote: We try to find fun new ways for customers to discover and decide what to watch. Time Machine offers the opportunity to relive." to relive enjoyable moments of the past as well as learn more about movie history by exploring movie releases from different decades. Pretty cool. It's I an think, interesting approach. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think Netflix does something similar. I think, I oh, think, yeah? I think, I, I don't know if it's, um, I, I know that it's different genres, but I oh, think they, they have, have a game. They're not, they don't have a game, but I think they have, <laughs> right. Um, I think I know they have genres, but I think they have something similar as far as like if they look at if you look, I think under channels or de- I think under decades, I think something like that. But mm-hmm. but I think it's pretty cool. So definitely, um, definitely. So, uh, so is this limited to things that are on Prime? 
or is this open? IMDb uh, is owned by Amazon. It's only available on Fire TV, but mm -hmm. the Fire TV interface, like Roku, shows right. content from multiple sources. So, hmm. Good question. I'm going to have to put my hands on a Fire TV and try this out in the next couple days. Yeah. Well, I need to know. Yep. It's going to drive me crazy. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I, I, it wasn't when we put it with the reporting and didn't specify if it's um, specified, but that's a good question. If anyone knows, um, anyone knows, uh, let us know. All right. Speaking of what to watch on streaming, and since we're taking off next week for a Labor Day weekend, let's take a look at what's worth watching. It's important to note. Uh, I, are we getting into Hulu first? Yeah. Why? Okay. So before we get into this, it's important mm -hmm. to note what's about to happen to Hulu, because this is a story that more people should be talking about. Um, and I should be. I should be tonight, and we're not going to. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Um, uh, NBC and Bravo will not be putting new content on Hulu starting now. Oh, Basically, no. with the with the start of the new season, uh, new episodes of shows will not be coming to Hulu. Okay, that, that relationship is over. It'll all be going to Peacock instead. Mm. All right. Well, I was gonna. Well, well, that was breaking news. I should have had a breaking news bumper. All right. So, with... <laughs> so... Yeah, we're not seeing that. It's fine. That's <laughs> uh, okay. Right. <laughs> so, with that, let's take a look at what's worth watching. I love that bumper. I love it. I love Me it. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So what's coming with that news? Let's uh, take a look at uh, the what's coming and leaving uh, Hulu uh, for September. And you're going to find something that's, and if you're listening on audio right now, we're just going through a list. This is, this is we'll be in the show notes. This is from uh, lifehacker.com. Um, so what's coming, what's arriving September 1st? Uh, Mighty Ones. Now, there's a theme that you're going to see. Abby's <laughs> Ultimate Dance Competition. Who's Abby? <laughs> and why do we care? <laughs> right. Okay. And there's a theme uh, that you're going to notice. Case in point. Let's put it this way. It's going to be the word to type the uh, the word America. And you're going to see that, <laughs> for example. American Pickers. Well, and then American, American Ripper. Ripper's. <laughs> Wait, there's more later in the in the month. Um, let's see. America's Book of Secrets. Oh, <laughs> I, if you haven't watched that, if you are a fan like I am mm. of the stupidity that is, uh, um, conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Oh, America's Book of Secrets is worth the watch. It is pure comedy gold. It's not supposed to be a comedy. And it is pure comedy gold okay. because they present, look at this interesting information, look at this information, and then let's make an insane decision about it mm -hmm. <laughs> at the end. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Okay. Uh, beyond the headlines. Oh, good. Ancient Aliens, 15 and 16. Yeah, lots of behind the headlines. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Honest to God, is there is there anything actually coming to Hulu in September? This is this is this uh, this is let me go back. I apologize. This is all on September first so far. We got yeah, but I'm. Is anything actually coming? This is the this is the worst list we've ever seen. Agreed. <laughs> oh, good. The first season of Dog the Bounty Hunter, which I think aired a hundred years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. It was on W. It was on WGN America. Um, I think last year. I think so. Uh. There's a lot of that built the world series coming. Mm-hmm. Cars that built the world, cars that built America, <laughs> engineering that built the world. This is this has a lot to do with um with the end of the relationship with Comcast, I bet. Yeah. Because for those who don't don't know from the past, Hulu was created in a in a three-way relationship between, well, GE at the time, NBC, mm-hmm. uh, ABC, Disney, yeah. and uh, NBC, was ABC, it, and Fox. Fox, right. Um, at one point, they added the Turner companies in with a 10% ownership stake. Mm-hmm. Everybody gave up three and a third uh, to give Turner 10%. Then Turner left. Mm. And then Disney bought Fox. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, Disney had two-thirds ownership stake. And Comcast, who had bought NBC Universal at this point, said, I don't think we're interested anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they left. And so now Disney owns the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so NBC Universal has decided, you know what? We're gonna do, we're gonna focus on our own thing, and y'all can have your thing and again this list is really bad but i remember i said about america in the title the haunting of the haunting of what don't worry about it continue oh (laughs) the american American pie that's okay so the entire collection plus the movie the american right hunter x hunter i'm i'm a little further back oh okay oh that's funny Kingpin, but it says complete season one. Oh, not the movie. <laughs> Married at first sight. Lots and lots of that. Mm-hmm. I apologize again. I'm really That's right. You're, right. You're okay. You're right. I saw nine one one. I'm like oh, Reno nine one one. No, panic nine one one. Boo. <laughs> yeah, this like this list so far in September. Now, mind you, so far we're only in September first, so. Okay, so The Unexplained with William Shatner is actually a really great series. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it, it's it's fun. I, it's Shatner being Shatner. How could you go wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight. Interesting. Fight Club. <laughs> oh, the 2008 Get Smart movie. That was a bad. Yeah, that was a bad. I watched and 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 this is and here true story. I watched that in a movie theater. <laughs> I might have as well. Oh, I was like, I thought, I thought to myself, can I get my? I can't remember how much it was. Can I get my money back? <laughs> right. 
Hook, hook, hook. <laughs> it took us through all the TV shows and halfway through the movies mm-hmm. <laughs> to find something that really needed to be on the list. And that's only because it's Disney. Right. Oh, my God. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Lost in Space, the 1998 movie. No, thank you. <laughs> the Netflix series was fantastic. But okay. this, no, not so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So if you're listening uh, on, on, on audio... If you're listening on audio, we're just uh, we're going over all the lists, uh, lists of uh, movies and TV shows. So Short circuit. Audio. Johnny Five. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Tyler Perry movies. Mm-hmm. We bought a zoo. We bought a zoo was in 2010. That was 12 years ago. <laughs> oh, I would have argued with anybody that that came out just before the pandemic. Mm. <laughs> oh oh no all right well congratulations Hulu y'all ain't got nothing right yeah this is yeah some, yeah these are this is I agree wow. with 100% this list is this list uh, coming is really really bad I have to have agree, agree with you on that so so we already told you one thing mm-hmm. that that Hulu is about to lo- lose all of the new Comcast content, mm-hmm. and the price is going up. You're you're getting less content for more money. If you're considering oh. dropping a service, Hulu might be on your short list. <laughs> right? Wow. That I mean, this is crazy. Well, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the rookie um, the rookie coming out. And the uh, the uh, spinoff. Uh, I legitimately feds. don't know what that is. The rookie. It's about the rookie is about. Um, it's about a guy who he's like over in his forties, and he uh, decides to be a cop, and um, he started out as a rookie, and uh, whereas cops, it's it's based in, it's in L.A., but a lot of the the cops are like less than less than age, like in their early twenties late 20s early 30s but he comes in as a 40 year old or 51 year old cop wants to be a cop at that age and they basically it's a whole you know it's it's kind of hard like the dynamics and but it's pretty good it's a pretty good tv show i like it okay it's pretty good um yeah yeah now now i'm just getting into the into the listings of tv shows that are on tv Mm -hmm. that are gonna hit Right on Hulu the next day mm-hmm. from Fox. Oh my goodness! All right, what's yeah. leaving? Happy uh, movies! Happy movies! I never, I haven't seen. Brooklyn Nine Nine is leaving mm-hmm. uh, because that's almost certainly going over to Peacock. Mm. Keeping up with the Kardashians, seasons one through twenty. There were twenty seasons of that nonsense. Yep, <laughs> and uh, and to be fair, I have watched one season, and I and I question myself to this day why I watch it. <laughs> well, that's a Bravo series, and mm-hmm. it's disappearing. Um, Real Housewives of is Bravo. 
Right. And it's leaving mm-hmm. in its entirety. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, New Jersey, New York, Orange County, Potomac. Didn't even know about that one. Salt Lake yeah. City didn't know about that one either. <laughs> right. <laughs> Top Chef is Bravo. It's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just new content that's not going to hit Hulu. They're losing old content too. Uh-oh. Yep. So yeah, there's the, the full list on uh, the full list of uh, what's come was was arriving, which again Scott and I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> that list really sucks. I've never cared less <laughs> about a list that we've done on this show mm-hmm. than that one. I agree. There's and there's been a few that we saw on Netflix and Amazon that were promising. And I and you know Scott recommended me a couple, which I have put on my watch list. But this one, I looked at some of them with the exception, of, like I said, the rookie and and uh, rookie feds. Um, other than that, I'm like absolutely not, <laughs> absolutely not. So yeah, but definitely, I've, definitely check I've out. Been the, looking uh, at par- I've been looking at paring down streaming services. Yeah, Hulu well, has given me several reasons to do so. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah because I'm I as well because I have I have things in my watches. I'm not binge watching them. I have my favorites, but I think after I'm done with all of them, including the uh, the one the uh, American story about Monica Lewinsky, really good doc, uh, good uh, drama. So after all the ones that I that I have saved in my watch list, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna drop it. So all right, so you want to check out the list? Um, it's in the show notes. Um, from Live Hacker. All right. And finally, um, so I, I said at the top, this is a feel-good story of the week. It was really touching, and I think you all would uh, appreciate it, too. So um, Uber driver Fitzsam is being hailed as a hero by the company's CEO after you sprang into action and helped evacuate residents from a burning building in New York City. Um, wow. So he was driving his passenger, Jem- Jeremiah Way, through Brooklyn to the, to the airport around 8 a.m. on Wednesday when he came across a four-story brownstone on Clayson Avenue that was on fire. He noticed, you know, he said he noticed flames coming out of a second floor apartment window, but not, but did not see any first responders at the scene yet. So he felt compelled to help. And with permission from his passenger, he parked his car and ran towards the fire. Way soon followed him. And then with the help of our neighbors, he began to yell fire to wake up any sleeping residents who were still in the building. When he asked neighbors if anyone else was in the building, he did not get a definitive answer. So without giving a second thought, he ran to the building to check for any remaining residents. Wow. Um, at this point, the fire was still contained to a second floor apartment. So he so Sam went to navigate the building into the building with his mindset, with his mindset on evacuating on evacuating any remaining residents before the fire got worse. According to both Sam and Way, firefighters arrived shortly after the last ex- after the last resident exited the building. Sam confronted residents and made sure they were okay before returning. This is a great part. Before returning this car to finish the ride, he had just started. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So good on him. Good on him. Wow. What good a story. Mm-hmm. What a story. Yeah, it's a feel good. Well, again, a really good feel good story. Um, and no food, no food in tech. I checked. So I looked, and there was no other oddities other than the guy with his, uh, <laughs> other than the guy getting his implant, getting his uh, Tesla implant in his hand, which so. is definitely weird. It definitely weird. So yeah, so the weirdness. I mean, so I want to leave. We want to leave you all with a really good, um, you know, relieve you all with a really good field story of the week. All right, so um, with that, um, that is the tech news for this week.
for uh, Sunday. I'm going to bring this down a little bit because I don't want to blow in some tears off. Let me try this again. There we go. Okay. Um, that is Second News for this week for Sunday, August 28th, 2022. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to watch and tune in, as Scott mentioned at the top or earlier, um, gncweekly.com slash live Friday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be 8 p.m. I promise it will be Friday evenings. If nothing, again, if nothing goes awry. And as always, if you're on a new podcast, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube. Also, please make sure to click on the bell and always select notifications so you'll not miss the next episode. Also, be sure to share this episode with people you know. Check out the podcast and be also be sure to pass along the word that this podcast is easy to describe in your favorite podcast app. And also be sure to tune in to F5 Live with Fresh Technology with Scott and Aiden Pilch tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, which is about 45 minutes from now, Eastern time, will be at f5live.tv slash join us, or be sure to subscribe podcasts on your favorite podcast app. If you have a comment on at least the episode, we'd love to hear them. Head on over to gncweekly.com slash gncweekly.com slash connect and connect via Twitter, email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Kurt Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at Twitter. Scott is on Twitter at Triple T M A B O. Till the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. Ciao.